This episode of What's in the Box Office is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you're stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there's something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tasted, tested, uh, probably tasted as well. You can imagine they I would tasted. imagine. By professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. Looking at this menu, I mean, I the it's listed as Hall of Fame. I got to go with it. The the chicken sausage spaghetti bolognese sounds great to me. That does to get a good bolognese in only thirty minutes. There, it says John L says best recipe twenty twenty. I will definitely get this again. It's fantastic. And I mean, if we're not going to trust John Legend, who can we trust? <laughs> I personally, I do think that sounds great. I uh, was inclined towards the salmon limon. Mm. With a nice, uh, over a bed of couscous with a zucchini ribbon salad. You do like your couscous. I love, I think couscous and salmon is an underratedly great combo. Uh, This is done in 20 minutes. Needs no oven. Uh, Yeah, sign me up. Incredible. Well, go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. This weekend at the box office, the box office hits of 2020 keep on coming as Black Widow garners the best debut of the pandemic era. But as with all good spies, things aren't always what they seem. We're going over everything that happened at a theater near you on this 160th episode of What's in the Box Office. Hello, everyone, and welcome to What's in the Box Office, your weekly look at movies and the money they make. Each week, we sit down and pour over the weekend's box office returns and tell you what we think they mean for the industry at large. I am your host, Brian. And I'm your host, Noah. And when uh, you said, as with all good spies, uh, obviously, uh, we haven't seen Black Widow yet. We'll be uh, doing that later. But uh, I really hope she turns into a bird. Maybe that's the thing. The movie yeah, made sure. money, but like, she spends a lot of it as a bird. Hmm. And uh, people aren't into that. As long as her eyes go crazy, like most animated birds do, I'm happy. Sure. She turns into the bird that was like the big dumb one that smashed his head on stuff. I love it. It was pressing its eye into a thing. It was terrific. Love every minute of it. All right. Spies in disguise. Not a bad Spies in disguise. Noah, give us a top five. All right. This week in honor of uh, our return to live music venues i'm going to give you a top five concerts i've been to and uh, i do want to offer the disclaimer that this was done in about two minutes and i will in no way be held to this ranking in the future i uh, number five was illuminati hotties mm. it's just a uh, great good if we had the dates wouldn't it yeah well it would <laughs> uh, that, is, that does seem like a concert thing again two minutes made this list i'm gonna see if i possibly have that uh i don't know if i bought the tickets i didn't go on all right uh yeah just a great uh, a great little underground show caught me completely by surprise uh number four was uh seeing arcade fire i believe for the second time at the united center okay <laughs> uh, i also saw them at the uic pavilion the united center show was great it was like a uh, like a get dressed up fancy kind of concert uh, 
everyone everyone showed up in nice clothes i went to i wore a suit katie wore like a nice dress it was a fun fun little kitschy event that sounds hot that sounds like too warm in a suit I uh, I remember it working out fine. Okay, great. Up the AC. Great. Uh, number three was seeing the dead. In uh, this one, I believe was in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, went and saw them with my dad, who was a huge deadhead in his day, and pleasantly surprised by them. Uh, I thought the whole show was a lot of fun. Number two, seeing Courtney Barnett in Milwaukee. Number two. I oh. know. I uh, what is it, number one then? Go ahead. I, uh, I hemmed and hawed. Courtney Barnett puts on an outstanding show. We're going to see her again next year, and I cannot wait. Uh, number one was seeing Jack White at Lollapalooza. Okay. Uh, Jack White, my favorite working musician, just fucking put on a showcase. Incredible you know, stuff. I sometimes think, because you and I split for that, right? And I sometimes yeah. think I should have just gone to that. But then I saw Childish Gambino. Yeah. He's a big deal still. He is. That's uh, that was totally uh, that was totally worth your time. I think. Um, I want to run down mine. I guess no, I don't. But Courtney's a great one. I think that's still t- oh, uh, I mean, just rolling around in my five Fleet Foxes at Lala. Oh sure. Um, uh, uh, do I include uh, the Yeezus tour because it included Kendrick? That's up to you. I'll do it. Um. Uh, Courtney, as we said, and uh, the roots we saw last winter. Oh, god, yeah, the roots should probably be on this list. I yeah, forgot to list the roots. I'm surprised you didn't mention Pearl Jam, that was the one I was thinking would be a while. Yeah, part. Pearl Jam, uh, Pearl Jam was in contention. Uh, Decemberists at Lala were in contention. Saw him do the hazards of love from start to finish. That was great. Uh, but this is what I settled on in two minutes. All right, what about the, the actual top five for this weekend? Oh, right, the box office. Well, I suppose uh, I can go over that as well. Uh, Black Widow opened at number one with a cool $80 million. Pretty good. F9, The Fast Saga, came in at number two with $10.8 million. It was a 52.7% drop, bringing it up to 141.3 total. The Boss Baby Family Business came in at number three with $8.7 million. It was a 45.6% drop. That is up to $34.7 million. The Forever Purge came in at number four with six point seven million. It's a forty-six point five percent drop. That is up to twenty-seven point four. And A Quiet Place Part Two continues its streak of excellent drops. That made three million dollars this week. A twenty-six point seven percent drop, sub thirty percent. Holy shit! That's up to one hundred and fifty, one hundred fifty point seven million dollars for A Quiet Place Part Two. You know, I, I, I listened to a random episode, and I don't remember why. Oh, I was looking through old um, agendas of ours. Okay. And I found one, and I thought, oh, this isn't. Let me, let, oh, you know what? <laughs> I didn't listen to the episode. I read this agenda, and it happened to be the Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, debuting a number one agenda, because uh, you probably don't recall, but this was from uh, almost uh, just just over three years ago. Uh, that debuted with seventy six million, um, which seems good. It's a great opening, but it made eleven million on Thursday, and then thirty three on Friday, and okay. then it dropped from Friday to Saturday, and it left people really wondering because these Marvel movies they all kind of roughly go within the same range. They're front loaded kind of, but. You know, the, the 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 Friday debut, the Friday number has the Thursday gross rolled into it. It just counts as part of that gross. 
So, um, obviously, the drop from Saturday might be bigger than expected, but this was a weaker multiplier from Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, and all this kind of stuff. And it 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 bears to mind what's going on with Black Widow because Black Widow, you know, I saw box office projections all over the place. Okay, a hundred million, you know, over a hundred, hundred and twenty, whatever. Um. And, uh, and yet we're here with 80 and it, it made about 13 or so on Thursday and then 30, 39 and a half on Friday. So people were like, oh yeah, we're, we're, might get, we're going to get over 80 and we might get close to a hundred. Who's to say, but then it made 23 on Saturday, which is a 41% drop from Friday to Saturday, which is big in comparison ant-man and the wasp which had a whole segment where i said let's figure out why this happened dropped 30 percent from friday to saturday captain marvel 14 ant-man 14 percent black panther 13 doctor strange 3.7 even a quiet place part 2 22 even f9 noah dropped 25 this was 41 percent from one to the other so I don't really know what accounts to that. It just leads into the fact that this is a good opening. It's the biggest of the pandemic, right? But it yeah. did drop heavily. So there's there's area to explore why that that is. It had opened in most markets. It had a decent over $200 million, $250, I think, million dollar global debut. Um, people were excited that Marvel's back. This was released at the same time on Disney Plus, as we all know, um, which... Uh, uh, Disney is today boasting that over a hundred million dollars was spent domestically on the opening weekend of black, of black widow. So this is the first, right. So this is the first time that Disney is releasing the streaming numbers. They, they say $60 million. They was made through the Disney plus premiere. Hang on worldwide. Okay. Yeah. And about 20 million of that was stateside. That's what they're saying. So they're now going $100 million was spent on Black Widow's opening weekend, which says to me that Disney also doesn't think this is a great opening because then why would they go, look, we did it. The streaming numbers made it this much, but they're not just saying that. They're just saying a global consumer debut, whatever the fuck they're calling it, right? It's about two, it's about 2 million households because it's $30 you know, to rent it 60 million, do the math. Um, and so 20 million here, uh, it, it, you know, again, this is a good, in in terms of the Marvel cinematic universe, we're looking at an opening near, uh, uh, Dr. Strange had 85 and man of the wasp had 75. Um, you know, and also I, I never expected Black Widow, even in normal times, to be a hundred and fifty million dollar hit, a hundred and sixty no, million dollar opening weekend. Uh it's a character that is now deceased and uh a movie that is seems inconsequential to the storyline going forward. Yeah. So she's also just not like she doesn't have superpowers. She's never been the focal point of something she's just been a supporting character the whole time right 
So, it, and, and we also just had the Captain Marvel and the Wonder Woman to really fill that, like, this is like a big female-led super, that kind of novelty factor, right? We're kind sure. of through that. So I never expected to make that much. So 80 million, even in like a regular window seems kind of fine. I just thought that the way that it opened, it was so front loaded, which to me says that um, the fans came out Friday and and Saturday and then that was it. Normal folks didn't really go to the theater to see this all that much. Yeah. And Marvel still has a lot of fans, so it's not a problem. But there is something to the fact that um, you know, it's possible that this is a family movie. This was a low turnout for families because kids can't be vaccinated. There might have been some hesitation on that regard, right? Um uh uh you, you know, it, the, the this this wasn't exciting the kind of older female demographic as much as wonder woman was uh and um you know it's possible that they're more hesitant to go back to theaters there's, there's a whole lot of factors here i just this is a win it wasn't over 100 million which honestly i never thought it was black widow it does not seem like the title to get us over 100 million it didn't f9 I did agree f9 could have and f9 if, if f9 had i wouldn't have been surprised black widow i would have been a little surprised in in in, in the pandemic era um, so it, it's still a big opening number. It's going to make money. Uh, I just think that Disney now releasing for the first time, their premier access numbers is very telling for them. I think the drop is telling. I'm interested to see what happens next weekend. I, I don't even think space jam, a new legacy is going to be a huge audience grabber, but uh, necessarily, but, um, but I am interested to see what happens uh, with this as, as even movies that seem to not really, uh, you know, uh, excite the fan base a la F9 are still cranking yeah. out money. So um, we'll see. But uh, I think that this is a, a, a fine debut. It just has some interesting caveats to it. Yeah. On the uh, on the Black Widow front, I have two questions for you are mm -hmm. really one one question in two different ways. Can I also say uh, that you uh, asked me at the end of the show last episode? what I think Black Widow would have opened to. Uh, you said, do you think it's getting over 100? I said, no. And then you said, what do you think? And I said, 80. Yeah. Well, uh, so. Brian Damas crushed it this Thank week. You. Thank you. Uh, so just a, a little thought experiment. I know we already know the next like five years worth of Marvel movies. Uh, and we don't know what theaters are going to look like next year. But if, say next year, a Hawkeye movie comes out. Not just like out of the blue, like say we knew the whole time Hawkeye was getting so his own movie. The The Hawkeye show is just a movie in this hypothetical question. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The, ignore, the Hawkeye show doesn't exist. We're just, we're getting a Hawkeye movie, a standalone. Just that's it. Do you think it opens to more or less than $80 million? Hawkeye? Specifically, yeah, specifically Hawkeye. Just talk Hawkeye less. on an less. arrow mission. Less. You think it goes less. Scarlett Johansson, uh, I think, is 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 worth more box office weight than Jeremy Renner. I think I agree. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, Hulk? Hulk gets a movie. Bigger. You think he gets bigger? Yeah, it's a, gets... it's a bigger character and people really like. If 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 it's Ruffalo, then I yeah. I do. No, think it's, it's, it's Ruffalo. Then yeah, bigger. Yeah. Okay. Do you think it breaks a hundred? <sighs> I could, yeah. I think it could, depending yeah. on the circuit. If they position it, it as like the summer movie opener kind of thing, then yeah. It sure. could, but like most likely it's in 
the same sort of vein, like maybe $90 million for Hulk? Hmm. No, I think it's over 100 for Hulk. Okay. People really like that incarnation of the character. Sure. You know? I'm just... I'm just saying it's it is interesting the way these movies tend to like fall off super hard so quick. Mm-hmm. But I think even in pandemic adjusted terms like this is this is 80, 80 million for Black Widow. Pretty good. Yeah. I'm just I'm telling you that that Thursday Friday is very yeah, strange. Yeah, it's a thing now. Very it could be. That that'll, that'll be strange. happening for the secondary Marvel movies. Very strange. Like I don't expect that for Black Panther 2. But like, do you expect Captain's it for Shang Chi and the Legend yeah, of the do. Ten Rings? <laughs> I do expect it for Shang Chi. I'm real worried about Shang Chi, not about it being good or bad, just about its box office performance. Sure. See, anyway. I'm less worried about it now. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm less worried about Eternals now. I think Eternals is going to knock it out of the park box office wise. Yeah, um, I think we can get a good buck twenty for the Eternals. People like those uh, ensemble uh, Marvel movies, man. It's got a big cast. Yeah. Angelina Jolie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, Find me one person who cares. I okay, I will. Uh, anything else about Black Panther you want to add? I no, that was Black a, Widow rather. Sure, <laughs> Black Panther. I think Shuri should get a look. Uh, no, that's it. All right. Uh, in its second weekend, the Boss Baby Two Family Business uh, dropped eight point seven, down forty five, total thirty four. Not as crushing of a blow, especially considering the family, you know, essentially targeted Black Widow. You know, it's kids yeah. in Marvel movies. Um, that's not a huge drop. So if if it can hold on, it's got Space Jam though. If if it can hold on after Space Jam, it could get over fifty, which would be something. Uh, is there anything worldwide going for it? No, not yet. Okay, the Forever Purge dropped forty six and a half, twenty seven million. Again, not a crater for the Forever yeah. Purge, which is nice. Uh, I, I go so far as to say those are both uh, perfectly good drops. If the Forever Purge not notable, over, not outstanding, but if the, if the Forever Purge can get over forty million in today's marketplace, uh-huh. that's, that's very interesting. I mean, all the Purge movies have made over seventy generally, or high sixty. So. Uh, and then in our spotlights, uh, Quiet Place Part Two, Noah be- begins. Sorry, is the first hundred fifty million dollar grocer of the pandemic era. Uh, finally crossed the milestone. It's definitely getting over one hundred sixty. I would say not much past that. Uh, well, it might get over one hundred sixty. We'll see what happens next weekend. But um, I mean, F nine is going to pass it. Regardless, but to still, just just as leggy of a hit as the first one, I would say. Um, yeah, just and so along. very very exciting. And Cruella uh, across eighty million dollars. Yeah, seven point eight percent drop. That is Cruella, a ton- I wonder if I wonder if they were doing double showings with Wood yeah. Black Widow. But uh, God, that seems like a long day. Um, those are both two plus hours. Um, but that that is a good number, eighty for that movie, and uh, that that that, and also just uh, F nine, uh, hundred and forty already. That seems that seemed like that went fast, yeah, to me, especially because that's fifty percent of its um, opening weekend, which generally is like, you know, if you make fifty opening or high forties or fifty opening weekend, you're like very front loaded. So this might not be as front loaded as we once thought, and that's it for the box office. Let's play a game. 
I'd love to. Uh, it's time to play everybody's favorite game. Yeah. In fact, did it make, make more, more or, or less than, than open water? Mm. We all know how to play. Yeah. I name a movie. You tell me whether it made more or less than open water at the box office. For a bonus point, you can tell me what year the movie came out. Are you ready to play? Yep. Wonderful. Right out the bat, Gothica. Did it make more or less than open water? Uh, more. Gothica did make more. Yes, correct. Mm, 2004. I think it might be three. 2003. I'm saying three. You're saying three? Yeah. Congratulations. It's 2003. All right. That is uh, two points. Right out the gate. Well done. Did you see Gothica? No, I didn't. Okay. It seemed scary when I was 12. I knew nothing of Gothica. Uh, I used to see it on the shelves at Blockbuster. That's my memory. A woman who works in a, a psychiatric hospital suddenly wakes up after getting into a car accident as a patient in the hospital. Oh, dear. Yeah. Very uh, Shutter Island of them. Yep. Uh, our second film, Charlie St. Cloud. <sighs> Less. Charlie St. Cloud was also more, mm. more than open water. Big mm. hit, Charlie St. Cloud. Okay. Not a big hit. Uh, 2009. More. I, no, it's just off. It was 2010. Ah, damn. Sorry to say, Charlie St. Cloud will join. What was your line that you liked in that? I have no idea. No, come on. From the trailer. Something about pizza, right? I I, tr- I truly you're, have no you idea what you're joking? talking about. Okay, he's throwing the thing with his brother, his dead ghost brother. And he says, like, yeah. who doesn't like pizza? There's some line like that that you quoted up. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's I don't remember exactly what it is. It's like, pizza's terrific. <laughs> yeah, I think that's There's what fun. it is. Yeah, I, I think the line is, she doesn't like pizza. Pizza's terrific. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I do remember that. His <laughs> dead brother, you say? Uh, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's the ghost of his brother. I don't know. It is. I, uh, God, what movie was I thinking of when I was doing Charlie St. Cloud? Because uh, now I remember what it is. But I thought it was like that movie about like the, the fucking high school kid who like wears sunglasses and shit. Oh, uh... I saw that movie. It wasn't that bad. Shit. You mean the one... Um, I don't even know how I'm going to look this up. I kind Okay, I think Justin, whatever his name is, he was in... The, I don't know why the only movie I know he for sure was in was that Dragon Ball Z movie. I gotta tell you, I'm very happy that my description of... I think I think this is... I think this is... James Wong? Oh, never mind. Uh, Justin Chatwin... And so the movie, are you referring to The Invisible? No. No, I think it's I think it's I think it's a name, and it might it might even be a Charlie movie. Bartlett. Yeah, Charlie Bartlett. Anton Anton Yelchin, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, he sells like prescription pills to students or some shit. He like he like diagnoses them for like you know oh I think you have anxiety my dad's a psychiatrist here some pills okay I'd go ahead wear sunglasses all right uh, 
So it's still a uh, your first loss is still hanging in the balance. Here, okay. Depending on All what right. you can what you can tell me about Woman in Gold. More. More is correct. 2015. Double correct. Wow, that was out of nowhere too. Pulled that uh, pulled that from potential loss into a solid victory. Boom. Uh, never never saw any of those movies. Was hoping that three mores might trip you up a little bit. It did not. Well done. Thanks. I uh, now let's do Come and Gone from a yeah. theater near you, Brian. Yeah. You ready to go back in time? Yeah. Good. I. Uh, so we're going a, a little bit farther back than normal. Oh boy. I uh, we're going to the year two thousand. Oh, that's a Conan bit from late night. In the year 2000. Um, what are the dates? Uh, July 14th through 16th. Week 28. 14th. A perfect storm. Uh, no, you are off by two weeks. Hmm. X-Men. Nope. X-Men? X-Men, yes. Okay. I was well, I was like, no, that was probably May, but then I thought the sequel was May. Um Am I only guessing X-Men? Yeah, it's just X-Men. I just uh it's the you know what many people will say the first like truly modern yeah, yeah. superhero oh, movie. Man, started I, all of this nonsense. Am I crazy in picking like a low number? Like it was a hit, but it was a hit, but damn. I'm a, oh boy, I'm gonna say fifty. I think that's like ten in either direction. But I'm gonna say fifty. Fifty? Yeah. Fifty-four. Nice. Nice. That's quite the. Uh, that's quite the guess. I think fifty-four point four million dollars for X Men One. Oh yeah. In which Wolverine says the word "dick." X Men Origins. X Men. Yeah. <laughs> they never said "dick" in any of the subsequent X Men movies, and I think that's why they were never that good. Well, you're only allowed one dick. That's how God made us, and uh... not even one per film, just one. No, that's Marvel's policy. If you have a franchise, okay. you only get one dick of franchise. <laughs> Make it count. Um, still, still waiting on someone to say. I'm sure someone said "dick" in Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, for sure, for sure. All right. Uh, what was number two that 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 year that weekend? Uh, Number two was the second weekend of Scary Movie. Oh, uh, what was number three? The Perfect Storm. Four. The Patriot. Five. Disney's The Kid. I saw Disney. I saw all those movies except for The Patriot in theaters. No, I didn't see Scary Movie in theaters. I saw Perfect Storm and X-Men and Disney's The Kid in theaters. Yeah, with the airplane. Spencer Breslin. Yeah, with the airplane. Yeah, huh? Emily, oh, I Emily Mortimer, I think, was in it. She was a love interest. Oh, good for her. All right. Uh, Noah, yeah. recommend a movie. This is a short one. I don't have a, a thing for you. Uh, an early reaction. Not watch a trailer for Clifford or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably see a trailer for Snake Eyes tonight. I'm sure we will. Man, I had two guys at Man. work. Yeah. The Snake Eyes trailer came on, and they were just watching it above the bar. And just like, like literally, like ooing and eyeing. Really? Like, oh wow! Yeah. 
They're like, oh, G.I. Joe. And I was just, that, that put me in a bad mood. Maybe it's going to be a hit. Maybe. Wow. Maybe Snake Eyes will be a hit. They were on to something. All right. Um, I, this movie. is tough because uh, only Black Widow came out. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to use the one I pivoted away from last week and double up on your recommendation of Summer of Soul. A very compelling documentary uh, goes nicely with my live music top five. Uh, A lot of good shit in Summer of Soul. I highly recommend it. I'm going to pick a movie that only pertains to those in the Chicagoland area. Ooh. The Music Box is currently showing Lord of the Rings in 35mm, all three films. Now, whenever you're hearing this, through... I think Thursday is the last day, maybe Wednesday. Just check. Uh, we've seen the two towers already in 35 millimeter. We're seeing uh, three and one uh, later, and uh, uh, it was great. So do yourself a favor and check that out. Lovely to see those movies back on the big screen. Truly an incredible theatrical experience. Yeah. Good choice. All right, plug us up. All right, you can find us at what's in the box office.com. We are on Twitter at WitboxOffice. That is also our Instagram handle. I am on Twitter at Noah Drukey. I am at Brian.Server, D A S U R B E R. And of course, the feed for our podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are found. We are on Stitcher. We are on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give are, us yeah. a like. Give us a subscribe. Uh, if, you're, uh, if you're local, tell us what you thought of Lord of the Rings. Which one did you like seeing most in the music box? <laughs> Leave a comment as to such. Great. Hey, next week, uh, Black Widow, second weekend, and Can Lightning Strike Twice, Space Jam, A New Legacy, debuts in theaters and on HBO Max. I mean, who's to say what's going to happen? There is such a disconnect, Noah, between our generation who like loves that movie sure. and every other generation who hates the shit out of it. So yeah. It is, I don't know what's going to happen. $35 million. I don't think I've ever seen a a more, uh, so can you look up what you had originally projected Black Widow for? I, cer- I certainly um, I don't. I can't think of another movie that has such a generational gap between like quality. I mean, it's just, it's wild how many people just hate that movie and we're all like, no, but it's funny. And they're like, no, it's not. I'm very afraid uh, to watch it again. Let's see. I initially gave Black Widow uh, $61 million, which is a terrible fucking prediction. Well, if <laughs> well, if you subtract the Disney Plus uh, domestic grosses, which I don't know why you would, you'd have your uh, $60 million. Sure. So there you go. I... I am I am I am predicting thirty-five million dollars for Space Jam. Okay, it's on the books. Mark that in then. I am. The okay. return of weekly Noah Damas. Is that is that an official statement? No. Just okay. it's the the one time return for now. You felt it and you had to you have to say it if you feel it. Yeah. That's it for what's in the box office. We'll see you next weekend. I've been your host, Brian. And I've been your host, Noah. Until then, if you feel safe, go see a movie. <laughs>